Canada did not hire Matt Canada. Matt Canada won't be responsible if Matt Canada bombs yet again this coming season. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Today marks day three and the last day of the mandatory minicamp over on the south side. Yesterday, Canada spoke with reporters. And mixed in with his other remarks, Canada said that cancer was bad, that peace is better than war, that happiness is better than unhappiness. Now, he didn't say any of those things, but if he had, he'd have gotten crucified for them because it doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter. The reaction is going to be all the same. Here we go with some samplings of Canada from yesterday. Oh, I think we've got a, you know, there's, a, there's an identity that's coming from as an organizational, organizational plan, right? It's not like I'm coming in here deciding what it is. There's a plan for Mr. Rooney to coach Tomlin. And, um, so, obviously, when I say we're going to run the ball, it doesn't mean we're going to run it every play. And our quarterback, you win. Quarterback has to make plays. You're, you're exactly right. In this league, quarterbacks make the plays to win the games at those key moments. And we have great faith in Kenny, Mitch, and Mason to do that. But the prior question is answered. It was just saying we do have an identity. We're going to be a physical team. And if you stop the run, then we have you have to take advantage of that with play action passes, misdirection passes, passes down the field. That's when Kenny's got to make those throws at those times when he's called upon. Okay, this was the one, at least according to social media, that had everyone all up in arms because Canada had the audacity to point out that the offensive playbook isn't going to be different than the one that was there before. Well, as I've been reporting here for a while now, Of course it wasn't. It was just going to have material added on, meaning either new pages or pages that they were afraid to unleash on a really, really, really young offensive group. Doesn't mean the playbook's any good. Doesn't mean the Canada's any good. But it does mean that it was a fair thing for him to say. Here's another. Well, I think our identity was pretty clear the last nine games. We ran the ball really well. We were physical. You saw who we who we drafted, who we acquired. I don't think there's any question of what our identity is going to be. I think we, we want to run the football. We want to be physical. We want to be a good team that throws the ball down the field and take advantage of what the defense gives us. And, um, so I, th- I think our identity has, has been well known and well, well stated where we're at. Canada got panned for this one, too. Why is this guy talking about the identity? Why is he passing the buck with the identity, suggesting that he's not the one who came up with it? What's the coordinator's job? All he's doing is pointing out, as he did with the very first sentence there, I think our identity was pretty clear over the final nine games, and it was. They averaged 146.4 yards rushing per game, and they went 7-2. and two. That is not an identity that should be sneaking up on anybody, and it absolutely was an identity that emanated from the very top, from Art Rooney, as most things do, even if that's not the sort of thing that he trumpets in public. Here's one more. 
Kenny's, Kenny's extremely intelligent. I, mean, I think it's a lot of that thing always falls to you know to the quarterback, right? That's the easy way to look. And he was a rookie, and there's some things there. But like, how much more is the all offense ready to take on? Like we again, I mentioned, we're, we're better up front, we're more experienced up front. You know, two years ago, we what started you know, a bunch of rookies, and last. So I think I think as an offense as a whole, you're going to see some you know a lot of things expanding because the ability and the knowledge and the experience they've all gained. But certainly, Kenny fits into that. A lot of that falls on the quarterback. What's he doing? He's blaming Kenny. And then he's saying that finally, because Kenny's not dumb anymore, that he's going to be able to handle my genius level offense. I'm going to say it once more. Nothing that Canada could have said yesterday would have made the tiniest dent, at least not favorably, within the Steelers nation. I get that. I appreciate that. You don't know anybody in your life or otherwise who's been more critical of Canada's work than I have. But I am here to remind everyone that if Canada is awful again, and I'm certainly not ruling that out, he's not the one who agreed to keep him on for another year. That was a meeting of the minds between Tomlin, Omar Khan, and Art Rooney II. That's not one of those decisions that gets left to an individual. But if there was to be one individual who could have made it happen, even if the chairman of the board had felt differently, it would have been Tomlin. I feel like Tomlin is more responsible as a result than anyone for Canada still being here. And when I say responsible, I don't even mean to blame. I mean legitimately responsible in one direction or the other. If Canada is great, I'm going to tip my cap to Tomlin more than anyone else. If he's not, oh, that might get repeated a time or two over the course of the coming season. When we return, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. J1Q comes from Thomas Rupert, who says, DK, I'm 55 years old and a diehard fan. I can't remember a single season in which our fan base didn't complain about the offensive coordinator. Even Wiz, meaning, of course, Ken Wisenhunt, got flack. Our most creative offensive coordinator in decades. And he got hate back then. Just think we're a little bit spoiled. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to disagree with that. I I think that the term spoiled can be most often put into a negative connotation. I I think where Pittsburgh sports fans in general are concerned, especially those of the Steelers and Penguins, spoiled is a a fair term. Uh, They've been, you know, they know the parade route. You know, if one of them was to magically win a championship tonight, everyone would know exactly where to stand for the parade because that's where they were the last time. That's it's it's a different environment for sure. The expectations are high. The bar is high. 
And when it comes to the coordinator's position, especially offense, especially offense, always, we all think we can do better. We, we, we watch these games, whether it's in person, whether it's on TV, and we see a running back go into a, a mass of humanity and only make a yard, a yard and a half, and we think it's, you know, lack of imagination versus, you know, what's far more likely, which is that it's a lack of execution because the plays tend not to be scripted to fail. Everyone's got an assignment, all 11 guys. When it comes to run blocking, everyone who's responsible for run blocking has an O to their X. Not everyone executes. Some will go to the wrong guy. Some will just get beaten. Some will get overwhelmed. Some will forget where they were supposed to go in general. But when we see it, I believe that the first inclination, and oh my goodness, am I no exception to this, is to say, wow, that was dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you remember some super fancy other type of play that at least made you think to yourself there was some work that went into that design. Uh, look, I am the last individual on the planet to come to Canada's defense, and I'm not doing it here. I think he's been an embarrassment as a coordinator. If he were fired by the end of this episode, I'd have no issue with it. This team, I believe right now, as I'm speaking to you, could have and should have done a whole lot better, A, in making the initial hire, but certainly B, this offseason, in at least pursuing another option, even if it had to be something that was out of sight, out of mind for all the rest of us. How do you not at least, you know, it's a big football world with a lot of really, really, really smart people. And they're not the kind of people who would have a first series script for a given game and then just go bone dry from the next possession onward. Those are really, really tough things for a coordinator to shake off. Those are legit criticisms. That Saturday offense, remember that line from Steve Smith on TV? That's tough, but I heard that from a lot of other people, including on the inside. Now, if you buy this notion that Canada did kind of hint at that he was just holding back because everybody was so young, you're free to do that. If I'm skeptical about it, I'm free to have that as well. We're not going to know until September, October. Probably won't take longer than that. But you got to see more than just the 146.4 yards per game on the ground. You've got to see an offense that looks like it's ready for the National Football League in 2023. Do not tell me that your quarterback is dumb. Why? Because your quarterback is Kenny Pickett. Don't tell me that your offensive line lacks experience when it no longer does, even if Broderick Jones starts at left tackle, because the other four will make up for it. It's a good line. Don't tell me that you don't have uh, diversity in depth at least in the wide receiving core. I don't think there's a true star there, unless George Pickens were to 
vault up, but you've got you've got options. Look at the two tight ends you're going to have between Pat Fryermuth and Darnell Washington. Let's not leave the running back out of this or the running backs, counting both Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. It's there. It's there. These aren't, uh, they're not the most experienced offense, but they're also not the least experienced offense. And they're not dumb. I'm probably going to be pounding that point a lot between now and when the football flies. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers. I'm heading back over to minicamp today, and we'll have another one of these tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.